Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. A Q and A. So happy today. B A Q and A. What are they gonna say? All right. <laughs> so we're gonna jump right into it. This is our special bonus episode. So B A Brian Ambition Q and A question and answer. You ask your question, you get our your answer. And um, remember, we are not financial advisors. We are not. I don't know whatever legal schmiegel, aka sue your grandma, not us. Don't we're, sue us. No, nah, we're just here. Just don't sue your grandma either, but especially don't sue us. <laughs> but if you're going to sue somebody, I prefer your granny. But yeah. <laughs> me and Manny are just here. We are literally just sharing our opinion, and it is up to you to lean into the expert in your life to vet, verify, and to follow through. Okay. Okay. Mandy, who's okay. our first person? I love this question. Carl, yes. I saw this question on Insta. I'm so glad that producer Sarah picked this one out. Carl says, I love the podcast and what you both are doing to empower our community. I just started a new remote job in March that I enjoy for a solid company with great benefits. I'm making 85K, the most I've ever made, in a low cost of living area. I've been getting recruiters sliding into my DMs on LinkedIn, and I finally decided to chat with one. She has a role that's 100% remote, same industry, for about 135K per year. The only issue is that it's a six to 12 month contract temp to hire role. So I have the uncertainty of it. We're also building a house. And I know that banks get a little bit weary when there's big changes in a financial situation. What do you think? Am I crazy for considering the move from something reliable to something potentially uncertain? My initial thought is don't worry until you get the offer, but my wheels are already turning. Ooh, this is a juicy. Ooh, juicy, question. juicy. Although there is one huge component that makes me say, "Sir, Carl," but I'm gonna <laughs> let you. I'm gonna let you rock with it. What you say, Mandra? No, tell me what's what 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 caught you? What the, caught you with Carl's story? The part that caught me. Everything else, I'm like, mm, you know, maybe I'd make the leap, but building a house, Carl, that makes me nervous. Mm. Now, here's the thing: I've never built a house. I do know. Let's just say, if you were, you know, house shopping. And you were like, I'm thinking about getting a mortgage. This would literally be the worst thing you could possibly do. If you switch jobs before you close, they're almost sure to be like, you thought, Carl, bruh, we gave you this loan based upon your current financial situation. You have now changed it to one that makes us feel a little nervy, nervy. Mm. Like, I'll give you an example. So I make like significantly more than my husband. 
but my husband has worked for where he works for for the last like 20, 19 years. When we were looking to get a mortgage, he actually was the one that they were like, we don't want to talk to Tiffany. You're really cute. Well, you cute with your many years of work <laughs> and a solid job. How you doing? I was like, what? <laughs> I make a lot of money. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. With your shaky entrepreneurship, it's not cute over there. So that's the part that just makes me a little nervous is that I don't know with building a house, if you kind of like lock in, like you've already locked in your financing and they can't take it away, but that makes me a little mm. shaky, shaky. What, what say you, Mandra? I completely agree with you. Uh, two big red flags, that being one. The second one is, yes, they're offering 135K. So that's 50K more than he's, from my mathematics are correct, 50K more than he's making now, but it's a contract role. And with that means they are not giving you near one benefit, probably no 401k matching, probably no healthcare, probably no freebie this and freebie that. And I think that's why you're seeing an inflated salary. Mm -hmm. And also you're going to have to, you know, if they pay you, I don't know if they'll take out taxes, but you may have to set aside some of that for taxes as well as well. Mm -hmm. So I would ask those questions for sure, especially if you're seriously entertaining this offer. You really should know exactly what this means to you. Mm -hmm. I see you said you're building a house. You say we, so I assume you have a partner. You know, if they can provide you health benefits or if you're not missing out on any benefits that you are at your current employer, you know, maybe that is a little bit more in favor of the more higher paying role. At the end of the day, I, I think Tiffany's exactly right. As long as you're building this house and my, my little brother is actually building a house right now in Atlanta. Look at Drake. And there's... <laughs> I know. Stop calling him that. He hates that. I know. Anyway, he he's like, nobody calls me Drake, but you do. <laughs> Only on your podcast. <laughs> Meanwhile, no. People at Publix, hey, Drake. <laughs> um, listen, Carl, The while you're building your house, you know, the good thing for me and what I would say is like, this role is being offered to you now at six to 12 month contract. You know, you can hang around at this great paying job that you have for another six months and you can know you know, maybe your house is done then, mm -hmm. you're, you've, you've got that out of the way. And then, you know, people are offering jobs like yours remotely. Yep. This doesn't mean this is the only opportunity. I would be excited by this. Yeah. I'd be excited and be like, oh, shit, people are willing to pay a lot of money for my position on a contract basis. So when I'm ready, they should still be some opportunities available. But, you know, for right now, while you're building this house, let's just have some financial stability yeah. so that you and your partner you know, are not completely screwed over when it comes to the banks. If you're, you know, getting a mortgage or a loan, like you say, mm -hmm. like you sound like you are. Mm -hmm. Wow. But congrats. That's exciting. It I feel exciting. the same way about like, yeah, when I went freelance, it was like, oh, you can't say yes to everything. Yeah. You know? But it's exciting to know that there's other opportunities that are out Everybody there. wants to get chose. You got chose, boo, by two people. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. 
All right. Thank you so much, Carl. What about number two? You want to read this one, Tiff? Sure. Hey, ladies. I'm considering jobs in higher education outside of California because I'm not getting any callbacks or job offers here. I had three interviews in 2020 and thus three in 2021 and nothing. I mean, one job went well as far as calling my references and still nothing. I've applied out of state to Arizona, Texas, and other states. But my question is, how do I check the compensation rate for the new job in a new state? My question is, how do I check the compensation rate for the new job in a new state and to see if it's comparable to working in California? I know there are no jobs across state lines offering salary matching. I just don't want to be undervalued while moving to working in a new state and not get paid my value. Thank you so much. I love y'all and the show. So let me just like download. Mm. So it's like you're looking for work, higher education. I'm assuming you mean in colleges or, you know, that's what I'm thinking. So you've had all these mm -hmm. interviews still, nothing has come back, but you're trying to basically compare working from state to state to see how much money is like, because obviously California, the coast typically pay more than other, yeah. you know, states. So you're just like, you know, is California's 90,000, Texas is 50,000. So you're trying to like, is that, was that what you're getting from this? That she's trying to figure out like how to yep. compare compensation rate from state to state? Yeah. I think she's preparing herself to possibly be getting offers from these out of state jobs that are less than what she's possibly expecting in California, but she wants to know how low should she go. My question is, you know, even now with this pandemic life, is the job going to be remote or are you going to be moving to these states? Mm. If you're moving to the states, I would say definitely you should get your expectations adjusted. And you can do that by doing a search online, mm -hmm. Payscale, Glassdoor. They may have location-specific salary advice. You can also, there's, there's cost of living calculators. We can link to a couple in our show notes that maybe would help you. But also, even if there's a forum, you know, a Facebook group or community or a professional organization, wherever you may find your peers in other states, mm -hmm. you could ask one of them to give you just to be a sounding board for some of the offers that you're getting. But if you're moving, yes, I say adjust your expectations. If they're going to allow you to be remote and work in California, you know, you could justify expecting a bit more as you do have a higher cost of living. You know, for example, if you want to stay in California, they may say, Maybe the pay is a little bit lower, but we're going to let you stay in California. You don't have to uproot your life. You know, that's an additional benefit to you. It's definitely a conversation, but it's a little bit nuanced. And for me, it's really down to where are you moving? You know, are you going to stay in California? And, mm. you know, will they expect you to accept a little bit of a lower pay because they're going to let you stay remote? Or will you, you know, move to these new states? It looks like she's wanting to move. She's looking like basically yeah. she's like, I don't, you know how like I know and like, because I live in Jersey, I could tell you like what teachers make on average, you know, and like what's, yeah. what's low, what's high. She's basically like, I'm not trying to move to a new state only to find out the Texas people, <laughs> they tricked me that in Texas, this is actually low. So, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think if in New Jersey, where would I find the information of like, I feel like it starts with a Google search, right? Like. What do teachers make? Let's pretend you're trying to be a teacher. What do teachers make in New Jersey? Because what they'll do is they'll actually list, especially for higher education, they'll list kind of like 
the expected salary. So that way, that should give you like a range of like what you should look into. Like, well, okay, if I go to Texas and I see that for my position, you know, the average um, pay is 80,000 and they're offering you 60, then you know it's on the low end. But education is a space that you can easily do your Googles and literally see. Like I know, for example, that Newark, because urban settings tend to pay more than rural settings in New Jersey. Because I don't know if I told you ever, Mandy, that one time I had posted like, oh, you know, when I first started teaching, I was making $39,000 a year. And this woman called me a liar on Insta. She's like, you're a liar. I'm a teacher <laughs> in New Jersey. We don't make that much now, let alone mm. that long ago. I was like, hold please, because Google's are real. I showed her that like one, literally, I think in Newark, people are starting at 65000 because she was in rural New Jersey. And I said, mm. I mean, I'm not trying to shame you about, you know, making less, but Yes, there are some areas of the same state that pay differently. And she was like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. And so, um, you know, don't be like, we'll call her Sheila. Don't be like Sheila. Do your <laughs> Googles and figure out, like, you know, what the pay range is. Yeah. Sometimes there's, depending what kind of job it is, sometimes there's literally actually websites, like, especially if it's a government or a state job as relates to higher education, there's definitely going to be salary scales available online. Yeah. And I also don't hate the fact that you might be walking into that negotiation with a little bit of California swagger. Yes. You know, expecting a little bit more because mm -hmm. maybe you ask for more and they find that they can inch that budget up a little bit. I love an outlier. In my experience as a manager, whenever you'd have a, someone coming in, especially if you were poaching somebody mm -hmm. from another company, mm -hmm. typically you got to give them a bigger raise. So for example, if I was hiring, if I had just promoted a writer to a senior writer, Maybe they got a, I don't know, 10% raise. But if I was recruiting a senior writer from somewhere else and I had to lure them to me, mm. they may come in like at 20%. And then the next round of compensation, it's like, oh, well, we have this new person coming in. They're kind of raising the bar for salary. You know, we got to make sure everyone else is on the same page. So rising tides kind of lift all boats. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm not mad at you walking in there asking for a little bit more than maybe a local, a local would, but... Yeah, absolutely. Because you from Cali, boo-boo. You better lean into it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, BA fam. Y'all know when it comes to financial advice, you have to trust your source. That's why you listen to Brown Ambition, right? And when I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to Nerd Wallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. I've been a longtime fan of NerdWallet. In fact, I almost worked there a couple of times because when it comes to financial experts and writing, they really know how to give you the best reviews of financial products. I honestly wouldn't sign up for a credit card today if I hadn't looked at a review on a site like NerdWallet myself. And honestly, if y'all haven't learned about NerdWallet, you're missing out. And with their help, what could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access, wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms of each credit card issuer apply. So those are our questions for Today, if you have questions, you can submit them That's to us at brownambitionpodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> Thank you. I'm looking at the Google Doc, not your face. I can't get your cues. <laughs> oh, sorry. You didn't or, see my, my visual cues. <laughs> <laughs> or you can go to 
brownambitionpodcast.com and ask us anything. Yeah. We love your questions. Keep sending them. Yes. Oh, I mean, you can also like Instagram, you know, us. We like them, you know, there as well. But um, yeah, if you like this podcast, which obviously you do because you're here, Mandy and I would like to beseech you, if that's a great word, right? Mm-hmm. To invite at least uno, dos, tres people to listen to Brown Ambition. It, because, you know, they might be like, you might have a friend that asked you a financial question and you're like, sis, you no say. That means I don't know in Spanish. <laughs> Send them here. We will answer the question. I can't promise that we'll get to it, but we'll try our best. <laughs> we will try our best. No, honestly, like send at least three people our way. We want to grow our podcast so we can reach more people and help more people. Mandy and I are really excited about like new things that are coming. We just want to make sure that you guys are getting all that you need from us. So you love us. Tell other people you love us. Tell us them via social media, but send a link. Like, listen to this episode. It's the question you asked me last week. So, I just feel like shout out to your third grade Spanish teacher is what I want to say. <laughs> because those lessons really stuck with you. Every week we get a little something, something. <laughs> I know a combination of about 20 Spanish words. And I'm like, and I know I'm not good at tenses. I'm like, I'm probably saying, you know, like present tense instead of past participle, whatever. But you know, um Dr. Ziobro would be very ashamed of me. She was my middle school Spanish teacher, and my name was Carolina, because you know you had to pick a pick a Spanish name. Carolina. Yeah. Oh, they didn't just like Spanishify Tiffany? Tiffany, no. Because what is it? Tiffany, okay. I don't know. But Carolina was my Spanish name. And she, yeah. like, day one, and she was very serious about Spanish. Day one, she only spoke to us in Spanish. I'm like, madame. That's the way. Oh, but I'm 10. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> And she was very serious. <laughs> Carolina. Brr, brr, I'm like, all I knew is, you know, say. So shout out to you, Mrs. Ziobro, for, you know, trying your best. But it, some of it stuck, okay? <laughs> Un poquito. All right, <laughs> all right y'all. Oh, until Lord. next week. <laughs> until next week. <laughs>